Welcome to How to Keep Your Day Job, brought to you by the Morningstar Consultants. If you're interested in succeeding, exceeding, growing, or listening to the stories of others who have done just that, you're in the right place. We are your hosts, Lisa Goss and Stacey Bailey. We want to help you hone your skills, succeed in your job, get your dream job, or keep your dream job. Like Mark Twain said, find a job you enjoy doing, and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Now let's identify your purpose and build a career around that. Check out our show notes for where you can find us on social media and how to sign up for our newsletter. Thanks for being with us today. Time is precious, and we're honored that you're sharing it with us. Now on with the show. So today we were cleaning up around the office, and I noticed a book on your desk on board governance, and I thought that this might be a good time to introduce our upcoming series on board governance. This is one of those topics that can't be covered in just one episode, so there is just way too much to go over around board recruitment. The prep that goes into board meetings, strategic visioning, well, you get the idea. For example, recruitment. Give me a bit of a teaser on what our audience can expect when we dig into it a bit deeper. You only found one book? Maybe look to the right. There's usually quite a pile there. I do love reading about board governance, likely why I did my thesis on it. So you want me to start with board recruitment? Uh, There are a few things I could throw out as a sampler that we will dig deeper into in further sessions, but be transparent. Talk about the responsibilities of the board role. Don't downplay them. People don't want to volunteer to just kind of fill a chair. They want meaningful contribution. And you have to be transparent and upfront about what the expectations are to help people succeed. You do that for a job. You should also provide that type of information to somebody who's volunteering. Role profiles. Let's lay out what you expect of people, what skills you want. Let's break it down into executive, treasurer, secretary, chair, past president, president, whatever your roles are, but break that down in a role profile so people can understand what the requirements are, what the responsibilities are, so that they can fulfill the need of the organization. Board skills matrix. If you don't have one, start making one. This is a great tool to look at the skills that you might need. It can look for a different type of representation. So if you're a membership, people with different roles that they play, or it can be around skills, like you're looking for somebody with a finance background, with a marketing and branding background. It's great to have a diverse board with many skills. And it's not so they do the operations of the agency. You'll probably have a marketer or a finance person within the organization. But it's that higher level of understanding at your board that contributes to the success of an agency. Orientation. When you bring board members on, give them a good orientation. Let them understand about the operations, about the governance, the history of the organization, the successes, where you've struggled, the pain points. Give them the same orientation you would give staff. Invest in them for long term. Continuing professional development. Every board member needs to have opportunities to learn and grow. They may be great at marketing and branding, but maybe they haven't got an understanding of the finances. And you don't want somebody, you know, on their Facebook while 
the board is at the meeting going over the financials. You want them to be engaged. And when we train and invest in people, people are more engaged in what we're doing. Evaluations. Evaluate board members. Tell them how they're doing. Give them feedback. That's how people succeed. You tell them where they're at and you help support their growth. That's investing in the organization. I love what you said about the transparency uh, when you're looking to recruit new members. And I think not not even just so much the transparency as, as far as the board is concerned, but transparency around what's happening within the agency or organization itself. Because the scariest thing is coming on as a board member and then going, holy crap, what is going on in this agency? That is, that that's just so scary. Well, you have to be clear. What's their role? What do you expect of them? You have to be honest about what's going on in the agency, where your pain points are, where your struggles, where your successes, all of that. That's just good governance. It's good. It's good HR. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So looking at that, uh, bringing people in as a board member, you know, what can they expect when it comes to the meetings and the time that they have to invest as that volunteer board member? I think the most important thing is respecting each other's time and building that collegial team at that meeting. So when I talk about respect of time, it's sending out your board package at least four to five days ahead of the board meeting. Respect these board members' time. They need to find time in their life to read this and prepare. And you want them to read and prepare and come at the place where they understand what's in the package and they can have a good discussion on it. But also being clear in people's responsibilities to provide reports. I've done this a long time. And I got to tell you, I've chased a lot of people for their reports that need to go in the package. So if you are a board member, get that report in, get it in writing. It's always more solid when we do a written report. So if you're a committee chair coming to the board, or if you're one of the board executive, or you're an ad hoc committee, and you're supposed to be bringing some sort of contribution to the board in the form of a report, send it ahead of time. People can then read it, and you can have more meaningful conversations. When people are prepared, they come in, and you can have a better outcome to the meeting. Well, that's when you can get the job done, right? You know what your tasks are ahead of time. You can come in prepared, and that's how you move forward. It goes back to recruitment and being transparent. You put that in the role profile. If you're on the executive, this is the time you need to come in every month. This is the report that you have to bring to the board, and it's good to have it in the package four to five days ahead of time. Yeah, no, I think that's excellent. And that piece about organization and respect, even for the meetings, being prepared, giving out the package ahead of time so people can come prepared. And I think during the meeting, it's really important to let the board chair lead. I sat at boardroom tables where you can tell the ED is running the show. And I think, you know, that is confusing for the board. Um, the board chair needs to have that voice and guide that strategic vision, the ED needs to support. We're the right hand. We're the operations that run out their goals. We need well-run meetings. You need to run on time. 
And you build that collegial team like I spoke of before, because you can feel that in board meetings. You come into a new board and you can sit around and you can feel if this is a team that's working towards a vision and a goal, or if there's poor communication. Yeah, that's excellent. When you look at governance and we talk about how meetings need to run, how we bring good board members on, how we train them, retain them, how we advance the visions. And then, of course, you know, what is one of the main jobs of the board, that strategic visioning, you know, that's one of the things I think, uh, as we look at this series that we're going to do, you know, that's when you get into the fun stuff, right? Yeah, your strategic vision and moving your agency forward. So most people say strategic planning. I always break those down into two segments, strategic visioning and strategic planning. I think you have to have one before the other. So strategic visioning, there's several elements. Who are you? What do you value? What are your strengths? What do you envision for your future? So when I lead people through strategic planning, prior to that, I always make sure they know what they do, who they are, and where they're going. So you do that work of looking at your mission, your vision, and your values. Your mission should be, what are you doing right now? What are you doing today? Who do you serve? What are you trying to do? What impact do you want? Your vision, where are you going? What do you want to achieve in the future? What are your values? What do you stand for? What behaviors are demonstrated by your organization? How do you treat people? Those you serve, those who work for your organization, your stakeholders? So those are questions that the group needs to figure out first. So doing that heavy lifting of that work prior to strategic planning, because you need to know who you are right now. You need to know where you're going and you need to know what you value in order to make a plan that then the executive director can operationalize. Because the entire job of the executive director is taking that board strategy and vision and putting it into action. I'm really excited to dive into all of this a little bit deeper. You know, I think that this is gonna be a really great series for, for our audience. We hope you liked this episode. To learn more about us, check out our website and sign up for our newsletter at morningstarconsultant.com. Follow us on social media. There are links to our courses, business consulting or coaching in the show notes. Don't see what you need? Contact us. Are you interested in being a guest on the show or have a topic you'd like addressed? Go to our contact page on our website and let us know. We are Morningstar Consultants, business and life strategists, and we can show you how to keep your day job.